Welcome to Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. My name is Adrian Lara. I co-host this show with Greg Catapodi, who is a huge fan of Frasier. This guy has seen every episode multiple times, while me, on the other hand, am a newbie. I'm a relatively unfamiliar with Frasier. I knew of it, but never really got into it. So I'm seeing every episode for the first time. Let's do this. I'm Greg Catapodi. And I'm Adrian Lara. And this is Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 16, the show where Lilith comes back. Yes, the return of Lilith. So we've got a lot to get to. But let's start at the top. Let's start at the beginning. First uh, scene, he's in the booth taking phone calls on his show. Roz throws a caller to Frasier and she presents the caller. She's like, yes, Frasier, uh, the next caller disagrees with your advice to Hank. Like, it was just presented so casually. Frazier mm. goes, oh, okay, great. <laughs> As if, is that something she does all the time? Uh, Roz, uh, I don't think that's in our format. Uh, <laughs> what the, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just like power mad. It's like, Look, you know what, Frazier? I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> I'm in charge in this booth. I throw the calls and you're going to take them. Every call I decide. Uh, There's what? no gods, no kings, only Roz, Frazier. <laughs> The big moment in the storyline. The yeah, exciting Lilith. incident of this episode. Yeah. Frazier's ex-wife calls in and speaks to Frazier. As this show is shot before a live audience, we hear the crowd reacting when they hear Lilith's voice. Like, oh my gosh, it's Lilith. It's the ex-wife. It's the first time we're seeing this character mm-hmm. in this series. She is real. Not like Frederick. Frazier's Fra- 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 son. Right. Yeah. She's real. Lilith calls in to drop a diss track live. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she comes in. She's very critical of Frazier's therapy on the previous caller. We learned that Lilith is in town for a seminar, some kind of conference, and she mentions how she is available to go to dinner that night. At first, Frazier is not into this meetup, and then Roz, of course, being the great friend that Roz is, hey, why don't you invite her to dinner? Right. Because I think Frazier first says, oh, uh, well, uh, you're in town for a whole weekend? Okay. And then, cool. See you never. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See you never. No intention. And then Lilith throws out, "Well, I don't have any dinner plans. Why don't you invite her to dinner, Doctor Crane?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Roz is like that asshole friend of yours that just keeps making right. life terrible for you. Right. Hey, man, you got any change? I just need like five bucks. I have to get to the hospital, and my daughter's in town, uh, and uh, she needs to be there for you know cancer treatment. I've been on a bus all night. I just need like a quarter or something. Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, I would help you out, but I don't have any spare change on me. That's not true. He's got plenty of change. He just got a coffee with a twenty. <laughs> Your Roz would be that person that would just ruin your evening. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, what I don't know what the version is of a cock blocker is, mm-hmm. but that type of life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A life cock blocker. Misery yeah. enabler. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you have some time to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, uh, I have to get in a cab. I got to, <laughs> I had a flight to catch. No, you don't. Hey, you've got nowhere to go, Frazier. You were just talking about how you had two hours to kill and nothing to do. <laughs> When Frazier's discussing having the conversation on the air with Lilith, Frazier refers to Lilith as ah. a local celebrity. And Lilith, of course, asks, like, I'm a local celebrity? Question mark. And Frazier mm-hmm. says, well, yes, I've talked to you they, about you on the air before. <laughs> or they know. <laughs> yeah. Right. like, 
Well, you see, Lilith, uh, prior to the Fraser Crane show, I had a predationary period where I had a two-hour, uh, let's say, single gentleman-focused uh, radio show. Uh, it was the uh, No Bitch Zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would just love to see some of these Fraser rants about Lilith, just a, a broken man, <laughs> and just him just going on about, about how much of a terrible person she is and how she ruined his life. You want to know why I moved to Seattle? Because I couldn't move to Japan. <laughs> Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Eat a whole continent between you and the X. <laughs> <laughs> Picture, it's still his show. It's still the Fraser Crane therapy, but he's just going off on rants about Lilith. He's like, and then another thing. I hated leaving my son, but I had to just to get away from her. Do you guys realize that she's probably ruined me for women always and forever? And then the, the caller that's calling, um, Fraser, I was calling to you about my eating disorder. Um, <laughs> can we talk about me? <laughs> well, that's funny because whenever I think of my uh, ex-wife Lilith, I uh, throw up. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> they play the clip from up There I went thinking about you again. <laughs> so Fraser, he agrees to go out with Lilith. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how they paint Lilith. It's definitely, we get these sort of evil tones. For instance, when she arrives at dinner, Daphne is having a headache. Uh, She says something along the lines like, It's like something clawing at the cosmic continuum. She's icing her head down. Right. They're, you know, they're offering her an aspirin. And the thought process is that Lilith is, is right. somehow causing this. Like, right. The characterization of Lilith is very similar to Darth Vader. Like, Darth Vader, first time you see him in the uh, Star Wars, is he walks in through a cloud of smoke, surveys a pile of bodies impassively, and then steps over them. Lilith walks in, mm-hmm. lays Daphne low, uh, insults Niles, and then tells eddie to bug off right yeah that was an interesting scene because she literally just stared at eddie and said get out of here (laughs) just like get out i posit that lilith is a level 13 (laughs) ex-wife yeah she at will she can do vicious mockery okay we saw that with niles she does psychic damage whenever she wants to she has an aura of despair radiates mm-hmm. out yep, to the yep. psychically sensitive like Daphne mm-hmm. and then she can command lesser beings she can compel dogs for example and old men to obey simple commands mm-hmm. like Eddie immediately left the room like what if Eddie had like threw himself off the balcony or something right. like, yeah she had that kind of control over him like <laughs> if she just said Eddie end your life <laughs> he would have <laughs> that's what I picture <laughs> she like looks at Martin and says go and then Martin just stands up, goes to the drawer, picks up a pistol, puts it against his temple, pulls the trigger, yeah. it's dry, yeah. and she's it's like, like, oh, whoa, that was a bit too much. Yeah. <laughs> Put a bit too much English on that one. Yeah. Uh, so there's all these suggestions that Lilith is evil. Much like I, I drew a lot of comparisons to Maris. A lot of the things that they, the implications that we've interpreted from their description of Maris is very similar to Lilith. So these, the writers on this show just have a terrible idea of what (laughs) women or specifically wives are. A wife is a soul sucking succubus. They have a theme across, like Mm -hmm. a banner across the writer's room. That's what it says. (laughs) So where did you get the, your uh, this your writers from? Uh, well, I was at my uh, divorce support group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is great guy in my divorce support group. I think he'd be great for this show. <laughs> I met this. He was sleeping at the YMCA. He said his <laughs> wife had taken all of his, uh, you know, his house and the kids. And this other guy who was sleeping in his car said his bitch wife had taken his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
uh, uh, Steve, this is, yeah, this is Jeff from HR. Yeah, I was, I was walking by and I overheard, like, bitch wife coming out of the writer's room, like, seven or eight times. Yeah. Uh, have you ever thought of trying some, you know, maybe some therapy? You know, we'll pay for it, but it's just, I feel like it might be getting into the show. <laughs> Yeah, and (laughs) (laughs) the guy just be really defensive. It's like, did my wife put you up to this? Uh, Did she? It's it's like, have you been hanging out with my wife? Are you another guy that fucked her? Are you that? Look, I'm just (laughs) saying, you know, we're we're trying to sell soap, okay? (laughs) So we have to make sure Frasier is for everybody. And I'm just seeing a lot of stuff that could be construed (laughs) as misogynist. (laughs) And he's like, you know what you sound like right now? John, you sound like a woman. <laughs> okay, look, we can just send you to the studio, psychiatrist. All right. <laughs> look, we we got an we got an internal NBC guy. Don't worry about it. He doesn't keep a file. <laughs> so okay, we'll try to get to the root of the matter. See your genuine emotions. We're gonna just try okay, uh, uh-huh. some free associations. Yeah, no problem. Okay, uh-huh. uh, don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So woman. Bitch. Uh, wife. Soul sucker. Okay, a girl. Young bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, uh, great. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? (laughs) He's like, great. You know what? I'm going to recommend you for a promotion. (laughs) (laughs) See you at the next support group meeting. (laughs) (laughs) They high five (laughs) and they get out of here. (laughs) Lilith shows up. Yeah, so her whole way of speaking with the family, with Martin, with Niles, the best way to describe it, like sort of unimpressed mockery. It's very monotone. It's like almost, um, I don't want to describe it as passive aggressive, but it's a, it's a way of insulting you like to your core. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, Jonathan's and Samantha. So lovely to see you again. You know, Jonathan said you lights up the room, but I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> that's perfect that's very <laughs> it's good. like abusive father sort of shit like you know yeah. or yeah yeah because it's like it would be crap like if freddie were to say i'm sorry uh mommy for disappointing you yes frederick you are sorry end of sentence <laughs> <laughs> that's that kind of thing it's like uh damn <laughs> it's that kind of thing like oh lorraine is that a new dress yes it is most people would say a woman your size wouldn't shouldn't be wearing that. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so Lilith shows up for dinner after everyone goes off to bed because everyone's afraid. It's just Fraser and it's just Lilith alone. She pulls out a letter. Fraser seems a little bit confused. She reads a letter that basic that is from Fraser that's saying, Lilith, I'm still in love with you. I think we should give it one more chance. She discovered this letter within this past month. Frazier tells Lilith, oh, Lilith, I wrote that letter. I did write it, but it was over a year ago when we were going through our divorce. (laughs) Essentially saying he doesn't feel the same way anymore. Damn. And it's pretty embarrassing for her. She leaves. It's revealed that she's going to be in town for a few more days. And Frazier is now thinking about it. Like, well, this is an opportunity. It wasn't something he'd planned on it. Does he still have feelings for her? He's grappling with it. But the thing is, is like, this was like it's either the it was again a constructed reality the the writers room like if this woman were like my goal is reconciliation with my husband you think oh step one call him up at his place of work and emasculate him in front of right. a, a live audience right. uh, step two <laughs> yeah show up in his home and emasculate his brother uh, strike fear into his father and debilitate his uh, employee mm-hmm. it's a written product 
Yeah, okay. it's a written product, and you can. T- and this totally feeds into our whole like divorce support group guys that wrote this. Like, <laughs> well, obviously she's gonna realize she threw away the best thing in her life, <laughs> and then she's gonna fly across country and beg for him to come back. Right, right, guys. They all high five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> print it. There's like a weird side note. But I think Lilith looked really good, like very attractive. I don't know, maybe not some weird taste in my, on my end. But like when she showed up, I'm like, yeah, Frazier, <laughs> you should, yeah, go for it, yeah. man. Maybe there is something there. Because she, I don't know what, what it was, but her, her hair tied back versus there's a scene later where she has her hair down. Right. And she talked about it, how she debated <laughs> for several hours. She's like, no, I'm going to let my hair, I'm going to let my hair uh, down tonight. <laughs> oh man, just look at her. She just looks like a prof- she looks like a professional. You can just tell she's like a an accountant or a lawyer yeah. or a doctor or something. Yeah, she looks like a woman that can take care of me. You know, <laughs> that's my thought process. <laughs> like, oh man, I would be a doctor's husband. Hell yeah, <laughs> be a house husband. I'm not above it. No, man. <laughs> I think she looks hot. <laughs> she does. I'm pro up hair, Lilith. Let's yeah. see. There's... All women will be ranked on this on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> when uh, Lilith is having a conversation with Marty, Marty is like, I remember what she made me do, Fraser. Yeah. <laughs> she tell when she tells me to do things, I do them. I don't know why. I can't stop. Yeah. I had to keep the pistol unloaded now. Yeah, yeah he's terrified of her. Yeah, he sees her and he's like inching back. You know, he's. <laughs> My hip, I can't run from her, Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut to the next scene. Frazier is asking Niles for advice. Niles says, Frazier, like most people that come to a therapist, you probably already have an idea of what you want to do. Frazier's like, well, no, I mean, I'm torn. Should I get back together with Lilith? And Niles says to Frazier, well, it seems, Frazier, that you're at a crossroads. And Frazier responds, is that your way of saying that I'm in hell? Which is an interesting right. statement. It's like it really feeds into our whole Frasier is the devil right. theory. Like he might as well have just looked at the camera and winked. Like, isn't that right, Adrian Lara? <laughs> yeah. Wink. <laughs> You're like, Greg, are you seeing this? And I'm like, ah, fun. yeah, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my God, did you see that, Greg? Did you see that? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I know, Crossroads. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he just said my name. <laughs> Uh, and then instead of the slack shot waiter, it's Adrian. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. Oh. TV. <laughs> then I, I was like, right, Greg? I look to my right, I see you. Then I look to my left. Now I'm in Cafe Nervosa. I'm like, what? No, Greg, Greg, Greg. <laughs> What's going on? Then the, uh, the waiter looks over as I'm screaming. He's like, hey, Dave, who's the new guy? <laughs> Mondays, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Frazier decides he's going to give Lilith a chance. There are still feelings there. He invites Lilith to dinner. He goes to her hotel room to meet her. They immediately have chemistry. He's starting to put her coat on for her and says, I have to admit, Lilith, I am very moved by just seeing you here like this, just reminded of the past times we've had together. They immediately start making out, fades to black. We wake up the next morning. They're in bed together. They're cuddling. Frazier's like looking at his watch. You can tell that he doesn't want to be there. Room service arrives and Frazier says, or rather Lilith says, in regard to some toast, she says, oh, this was a mistake. 
And then Frazier goes, oh, yes, thank God. I'm glad you were the first to say it. I think it was a mistake, too. We should not. What are we doing? We got divorced. Okay, we live in different cities. We've moved on with our lives. We shouldn't. And then she says. It was the eggs. Yeah, it was the eggs. eggs, They're fried. Yeah, I asked for them over easy, and they're fried. It seems like that's his move. Like anytime he sleeps with a woman, his get way to get out is to just look for any sort of right. turn of he's phrase. Just like he's crawling halfway out the window. Yeah. He's just like, What are you doing, Frazier? And he's like, <laughs> I know, what are we doing here? Well, this was <laughs> you know, I I'm so glad you said this. <laughs> You know, I really, it was all a mistake. We shouldn't have let it get here. Uh, uh, it was lovely, though. Bye. <laughs> yes, he yeah, yeah. leaps out the remainder of the window. <laughs> yeah. So, Frazier has this discussion with Lilith. She catches him with this turn of phrase mistake. And she says, don't treat me like a child, Frazier. I know what you meant. She starts crying. And he attempts to console her. And she has this mo- little mini monologue, which is actually really good. Which... As we've noted throughout the series, the writers don't seem to have a very good grasp of writing women, in my opinion. I think in Greg's, too. This was actually a scene that was actually pretty well written. Let's discuss how she wasn't in love with Frasier either. She was just lonely. She has this very lengthy monologue about raising a child alone, about how her life is just PTA meetings and work and how she has no sense of herself she has no sense that she's even a woman no sexual so she was just looking for anything she was just at a very desperate moment very lonely moment and that's how she convinced herself that she was in love with Frazier so it was really well written and we theorized that maybe it wasn't even written by this group of writers I think they was like ah shit (laughs) who knows how to write a woman (laughs) or uh, we got the why don't we turn it over to Genevieve that uh, girl from the lesbian college Uh, (laughs) like uh, excuse me, sir. That's Harvard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, that nameless intern uh, wrote this monologue for Lilith, and it shows because <laughs> it actually portrays her as a multidimensional human. It explores uh, some of the alienation and loneliness she feels. Lynn, I can picture they were just the writers on a deadline. Yet someone from the steno pool. Uh, sir, we haven't had a steno pool in over 15 years. <laughs> Yeah, this speaks directly into our next thing we're going to talk about is that Lilith is some kind of evil demon. And in the stinger of the episode, the last scene, this is demonstrated, as we previously mentioned, Daphne receives headaches because of the proximity of Lilith to Daphne. When Lilith leaves, that's when Daphne suddenly becomes injury-free, no headaches. Right. And that's the stinger of the episode. So, really, mutant registration, it isn't about control, it isn't about any sort of pogrom or something, it's so that we can protect people like Daphne and people like us from people like Lilith. Look, folks, we need an Inquisition. (laughs) (laughs) If not mutant registration, then at least an Inquisition. The Church knows how to handle this, they know what sort of configuration of salt and holy water, if you were to just, like, bind Lilith to Boston, that might be enough. Yeah, we need some research done on what exactly these powers are and who it affects. Because how many, I don't know how many psychics there are, but that's a percentage of the population that are being affected by her. God forbid some psychic is on the airplane with Lilith. Right. They might be dead by the time that touches down in Boston. Lilith's going to be happily walking out of the plane, but there's an EMT team running up the uh, jet bridge with a stretcher. (laughs) Yeah. 
She'd just be humming or whistling to herself, and there's some dude seizing in first class, a little trickle of blood coming out of his nose. (laughs) And there's like a frantic... Yeah, just chaos going on behind her. They're breaking out the fucking paddles, <laughs> the defibrillators. You know, you get all your first responders, fire trucks. You got the the sirens, the blue and red lights going, and she's just whistling happily in and the then, foreground. <laughs> well, look, uh, folks, you might not have been read into this, uh, but one of the fallback solutions to the mutant, mutant problem, if registration uh, does not occur, is hooking Lilith up to Cerebro. Mm-hmm. It's just something, it's it's like a nuclear weapon. The option is there. <laughs> it is a worst-case scenario solution. But if there is some sort of uh, mutant supremacy uprising, some sort of uh, plot by the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Note they call themselves the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. They are stating their intentions. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, the uh, we need to be able to protect you. So that's why, uh, please uh, vote on the referendum to... <laughs> <laughs> To weaponize Lilith sternum. Uh, dark and fun. That, that's a good good closing thought. <laughs> I really like this episode. This has probably been my favorite episode so far. It had a lot of heart. I was impressed by Lilith's monologue. And we learned a little bit more about the characters. Um, I would vote this as a must-see for any person looking to check out the Frasier show. Yes, I'd agree. Frasier... Being interested in Lilith again is like it's 1967. You've just gotten off your C-130 from Saigon. Your unit had a 50% casualty rate. And then you get off the plane and you think, can't wait to go back. Yeah. All your life is hell and all you know is hell. Then that's what you gravitate towards. (laughs) Where can I (laughs) (laughs) re-enlist? As a dog returneth the vomit, Frazier returns to Lilith. (laughs) (laughs) poor thing he doesn't know no better (laughs) who should subscribe to the premium episode people that like us uh people that want more of us specifically uh people that want to give us money if you fall into any of those categories sign up on our patreon we would really appreciate it money is applause all right well that's our show uh i've been greg catapody and i've been adrian lara and this has been Frasier, the Frasier Rewatch Podcast. Thanks for listening.